What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Binging Batch, what should be your favorite Bachelorette recap podcast. I am your co- wow, words are hard, apparently. I am one of your hosts, Laura, here with my co-host, Mac. How's it going, Mac? How's your life? Life is good. Um, Just, you know, busy week, so just trying to get through it already. I'm just like, I need it to be the weekend again, but we're only one day in, so. <laughs> uh, same. <sighs> I feel like this is a good episode kind of like to start the week and give us a little relief because yes. I, it, it's been a mess already. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. And I was like so unproductive at work today. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm just setting myself up for failure, but it's fine. <laughs> You'll have that. It's fine. You'll live. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. So let's just dive right in. Um, we start this episode with Katie talking to her homegirls, Tasha and Caitlin. And I don't know about you, but I feel like, again, what was the point of this chat? Why did we have this conversation? When can so we be staged. done with these? So staged. It was bad. <laughs> I, I guess I do agree. I was happy we cut so many people last week. And she's yeah. like, oh, I feel like it's a fresh start. And I do kind of agree. We definitely cut the fat. Yeah. It definitely but- felt more like streamlined. But also, like, maybe we don't need to have a whole conversation where we just talk about that. Right. Like, we don't need the recap. We were just there. It was a week ago. <laughs> uh, I feel like this is just a ploy, like, Tasha and Caitlin to get some outfits off. And did you notice Caitlin's, like, quilted sweater, vest, dress, whatever it was? No. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. It reminded me of, like legit like a tweed grandma you know when that was really popular and people would like but people would make like purses out of it yes that's what her outfit was okay yes now I'm remembering yeah very like Elle Woods wannabe like I don't know it was weird it was like too much of a throwback kind of like we're not ready to go back to that no at least I'm not personally (laughs) yeah like it was not yeah I was not vibing with it But then we, of course, get our date cards, and the dudes are all chatting about how hard their lives are, and Greg gets our first one-on-one, and I feel like this was unnecessary personally, but what do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I feel like even though they haven't had a one-on-one in so long, they still had kind of had like those one-off conversations and I feel like Katie kind of kept checking on him and things like that. So I, yeah, I kind of felt like it was unnecessary as well. Like she seems to know how she feels about him. Did you also notice that Blake of course had to chime in and he's like, you know, I was not confident at all until I had my first one-on-one and I'm like, bro, you got there right. and immediately got a one-on-one. Exactly. I was like, this is just adding insult to injury. Like, it was not good. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like Blake is just there to, like, rub it in everyone's faces. One, that he's done it before. Right. And two, that he's gone so far so fast. Yeah. Because what? This is only, like, our fourth week with him or something. It feels like he's been there forever, though. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what he wants us to feel like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely does. (laughs) And so then we get to Greg's one-on-one. And my first note with this is, Katie, what the fuck are you wearing? Literally, me and my friends. I'm like, no, this is not it. It looks like what you have to change into when you get dress coded. Like, I was like, (laughs) this is all you could do for us? 
Like Greg had a better outfit on than her. <laughs> I saw somebody comment because she posted a picture of it. I don't know if you follow Katie on Twitter. No, I think I, I must have just seen it in like the Bachelor hashtag. Right. But it was her being like skinny jeans, side part, like come at me, Gen Z. And I was like, that's not what we're mad about. No. I say, I'm, I mean, I'm a millennial, but like, I'm not right. mad about that. <laughs> no, me either. I'm like, yeah, it was just bad, 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 bad. But then she was really excited that they had matching shirts. And I was like, but again, his looks better. Yeah, like his literally looked better, Katie. <laughs> I uh, know, poor girl. She had some better fits later on, which yeah. I feel like we'll get to. But yeah. So then she's like, okay, we're going to do a date that reminds me of home, Seattle. And I'm like, okay, cool. Until I saw it. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little cheesy, but honestly, I feel like they're doing the best that they can. Like, I don't know. I didn't over the whole throwing the fish was a little over the top, but like, I kind of feel like they were doing, I don't know, like making the most of what they have right now with not being able to leave and everything. Yeah. I feel like the idea of it, like they did, they did this last season with everyone doing their own version of it. Which I feel like I liked. Yeah. No, I liked that a lot. Yeah. I don't know if this one, again, just because it repeated, it didn't hit home for me. I mean, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I want to do that. But it was like, okay, this is cute. This is kind of realistic. Like, you know, if they were to end up together, they might actually go to this market like IRL. So I think from that standpoint, like it wasn't just so weird. Like some of the dates later on were that I was just like, Beggars can't be choosers. Like, <laughs> let's just take what we can get. That's not like totally out of left field. I, now that you say that, I feel like I am probably eating my own words from last week when I was like, "Why aren't they doing normal shit?" And now I'm yeah. like, "Fuck the normal shit." Dave. I know. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know. It, it's a toss up at this point. Nothing can make me happy. I guess I no, just need I them know. to travel. <laughs> Our expectations are just way too high at this point. <laughs> Uh, but also, I didn't understand why they did the oyster shucking when clearly Katie had to know she did not like oysters, right? Right. I was like, this is just so, like, fabricated. And that's why I'm like, I think maybe that's why people are getting annoyed. Because it's like, you guys, yeah, are doing Every, yeah. this for the producers. Everything is a ploy. And they made bouquets, and then they played football, and then they went to the gum wall, which... I mean, I have been to Seattle briefly, but I don't recall a gum wall. I don't recall that either. And I just really did not need to see their two bubble gums coming together. And that was just a little, like we are still in COVID times, at least when this was filmed. So that the barefoot on the hotel floor that we see later on, I'm just like, the precautions are clearly not being taken (laughs) seriously. Uh, Yeah, uh, did not appreciate it. Greg, made the comment too that they he's like I feel like we're two little kids and I'm like I can understand like the playfulness the fun of this date right I also did not get like lovey-dovey romantic vibes though yeah I got like friendship vibes sort of that's okay I'm glad it's not just me I was kind of like maybe it's just the activities but I'm not getting the romantic like be my husband at the end of this yeah And like, I was also realizing too, and not that this has to be one way or another, but like, I think Katie's 30 and he's 27. And I just feel like, 
a 27 year old in New York versus a 30 year old in Seattle, which I don't even think she lives in like Seattle. I think she lives in the burbs, which no hate, no shade, but I'm like, y'all probably are at different places in your life. So I just, I don't know. I feel like he is just trying to, I don't know if he's trying to rush into it or what, but I could see that causing issues. But then later on, they're both talking about like how giddy they are and how nervous the other one makes them. Yeah. And I'm just confused. I'm confused. (laughs) Me too. I can't keep up. But I think deep down they both, there's something that maybe the show doesn't really do a good job of showing us, but I think they both really are super into each other. And then it's like when they go on these dates, you're kind of like, wait, what? But I think like there's like an underlying factor that we maybe don't see fully. Yeah, I agree. Only because I feel like up until they had this date, I thought they were super into each other. Right. And they're saying they're saying the words they are. So I guess it's true. (laughs) I know. Well, Katie has a lot of words and I'm like, well, (laughs) does your actions back it up? Because I felt like she was really telling everybody what they wanted to hear this episode. She up until the very end. And again, things are coming. And I was like, Katie, we cannot be everyone to every man on this show. Exactly. That is a great way of putting (laughs) it. I mean, she literally was like, this is this for this one. This is this for this. I'm like, they're going to go back and see this and be so annoyed once they're kicked (laughs) off. They're probably watching it mad. Um, Speaking of people who I think are going to be mad at the end, we got Michael FaceTiming his adorable child. So sweet. When he, I thought that was really cute. Oh my gosh. When he's like, you're my best friend in the world. I was like, uh, my heart is I know. cracking in the best way. Like, <laughs> Well, and I thought the way they were like giving us that preview and he was sort of seeming like this. So I was like, is he going to say, I can't do this. Like I need to go home, but he, well, we'll find out, but we'll he did out. it. Yeah. No, I thought the same thing. I was like, this is going to be the setup. He's going to realize this mm-hmm. week that his kid is more important and he doesn't want to put his family through this. And he can't see her with them. Yeah. Yes. But That's alas. Too. Yes. Um, we were wrong. We were wrong, which I think I'm happy about. But Yeah. Like, I, I still like him. I think it's just hard because it's like you have a guy like him who has this established family. Then you have Greg who for all we know, has three roommates living in the Flatiron district or wherever. And like, I'm just like, where does Katie, like, these are just two completely different types of guys. So that's, I think what I'm having. I mean, they all are different, but she's like, I can assimilate with any of them. So I'm like, I'm ready to see her put her money where her mouth is kind of a thing. Literally every single type of relationship. Like we have Blake in Canada, Andrew who's, by co by coastal by continent continent yeah the dad and taking care of the in laws of his dead wife right and then single af Greg living it up in New York yeah it's all over the map and then you know Brendan who we know nothing about we so. know nothing <laughs> we know he's from Canada <laughs> uh but let's go back real quick to Greg's one on one I also thought for a second that now that he would walk out. But their whole conversation where she's like, I was afraid you're going to leave because you seem really insecure and you're just not really into this. I don't know. I was like, where is this going? Right. Like he's here now. He hasn't left. Like he stuck it out. Yeah. It's almost like she's calling him out and like for what? 
Is she going to use that later on as like reasoning of why she might kick him off? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it just seemed odd. I guess it did give us a good lead in to finally know something about Greg in that he was bullied and that his dad also had passed away, which, oh wait, we did know that. Just kidding. We knew his dad had passed, but I didn't think we knew he was bullied. Uh, I feel like not to broken record this, but I'm like, everyone has to have a sad story. Like have a rough time in school. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't really have, it doesn't sound like it was about like, you know, it's the stuff we all go through kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. You're not special, Greg. <laughs> yeah. We've all been talk shit about, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, but I thought Katie's dress for this looked great, though. Her yes. black leather, one shoulder. I liked shoulder. her dress a lot. I thought it looked really good. One of her better choices uh, this season. And then she's amazed by everything he says. And she's, her quote is like, I want to thrive in what we're creating together. I don't know where she comes up with these quotes. <laughs> I swear she sits around thinking about them, like writes them down in a notebook. (laughs) I guess they have a lot of free time. So she's like, whoever has the next date, here's what I'm going to (laughs) say. Yeah, she like plans it out. (laughs) And our man Greg gets the rose and he says he's falling in love with her. No one is surprised. No. And then they go out into the fake full on downpour that they've created. (laughs) The most manufactured rainstorm I've ever seen. When I thought they were going to go out, like, into a rainstorm, I was like, oh, like a nice, cute, like, just dripping. Drizzle. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but instead they were like, here's a fire hose. Literally. It's a tsunami. Go make out again. Yeah. It's a monsoon. You guys got this. I know. I I felt like that was so cheesy. Like, Maybe if it had happened to have been raining where it does look authentic, but it was like clear that all of a sudden the rain is coming down and you're just like, um, you guys could have edited this better, like something, but whatever. And does it rain that hard like that in Seattle? If it, I feel like it rains all the time, so it's got to be yeah, like, it's oh, like more casual. casual. Rain. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's a great point. I didn't even think about that, but so true. False advertising on the rain front. Seriously. <laughs> Uh, but they don't care. They're making out. They're happy. Whatever. Uh, then we get to our next date card. And, of course, Mike P. and Brendan are freaking out because they have not had one-on-ones. And they're yeah. both like, how am I going to bring this bitch home if she has never talked to me more than for five minutes? Right. And I'm like, all of these is all valid. Like, yeah. very understandable. Fair enough. Yeah. And Mike P. gets the one-on-one. And Brendan loses it and is like, yeah. why am I here? And we're all wondering the same thing, Brendan. <laughs> we're at least, if anything, we're all on the exact same page. So we have that going for us. Did you think that he was going to go talk to her? Or did you think he was just going to go have a moment to himself? I really did not think he was going to go talk to her. Like, I just, he, I mean, because we haven't seen enough of him to really be, like, assertive. So the fact that he did that, I mean... Honestly, good for him. Like, I mean, he probably knew he was going to go home. So why prolong it? But yeah. I also appreciated his very high, strong self-confidence that it was going to go great. He like had pepped himself up. Like whenever I talk to her, it goes great. So that means this one is definitely going to go great. And I'm like, 
sir, you did not get the date. Why do you think she cares this much about you? Yeah, I know. It's not good, Brendan. But I feel like he has potential like to go on paradise or go somewhere. Like I honestly feel like him and Katie just never clicked. And then he sort of just like slipped through the cracks and suddenly was still there, but it's like not that serious. Yeah. It was one of those that, you know, for the longest time we didn't, we had too many people. We didn't know what their names were Mm -hmm. and she just having to keep people around. And then here he was. Yeah. It was like, Oh no, now it's hometowns and I don't know you at all. Right. Which is still sort of how I feel about Justin, but at least like he went on the group date. I I felt like we saw the most of him on the group date, but I mean, some, it's just, there's so many front, not so many, but there's such strong front runners that it's like these other guys are kind of like just (laughs) (laughs) B-roll. They need some filler. They can't just have a show with the three or whatever. Exactly. Uh, So Brandon rolls in to see Katie. They hug He's freaking out, super nervous. And basically she's like, yeah, you're right. We would never have enough time to catch up with where the other guys are. So uh, see you later. So that clarifies that for us. (laughs) That's that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no surprises there. And I guess better to do it there than waste your time on a group date. Yeah. And you don't have to be in front of everyone. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that would be awkward and embarrassing and so maybe it is kind of nice to just take matters into your own hands go figure out what's going on and you know you're gonna get good screen time um and then yeah go from there i guess this is is your audition to get back on paradise and yep (laughs) i mean i don't think he has personality enough to be the next bachelor but he could be a a filler a stand-in on paradise and see if he can you know, make more of a name for himself there. <laughs> yes, I approve. Big hair, Brendan, you can come back to paradise. Yeah. He's cute. Like, he has nothing wrong. We just, like, he got overpowered by the other guys. It's not <laughs> his fault. It's not anyone's, really. It's probably Blake's fault, actually, for just yeah. ruining everything. Yeah, Blake really took on the Canadian guy and really <laughs> ran with it. And so you just kind of got lost in the shuffle, Brendan. Uh, so then Brandon is out and then we go to our group date and when she said it was going to be an art exhibit, I don't know what I was expecting, but of course it was a bunch of, of vagina course. flowers. It has to be. That is literally her personality trait is being <laughs> sex positive. Oh my gosh. Not to keep bringing up her Twitter. And I don't, I really don't think I follow her. Maybe I need to follow But. She tweeted later on tonight, uh, being a virgin is not like your personality. And I'm like, but being sex positive is yours and you won't stop shoving it down our throats. Yeah. Sexual pun intended. Like <laughs> literally. Well, and I feel like Mike really tried not to make it his person. Like, I don't know. I mean, we didn't really get to see much of his personality. So maybe that's why we thought virgin was his personality. Cause that's all we knew. But I don't know. Compared to like other virgins in the past, I feel like he tried to downplay it at least a little bit. Yeah. I think if anything, she brought it up more than he did. Right. Like he knows that it's not something they have in common. So why would he want to focus on that when there's more to his personality than that? Exactly. Being obsessed with his mom might be his personality (laughs) trait, but that's different than being a virgin. (laughs) Maybe related. Yeah. Maybe kind of in tandem, but yeah. Uh, so we're at this flower 
artist exhibit and everyone's super uncomfortable, shockingly. And of course, the artist is here, so we get to tell her how much we hate her paintings. So <laughs> Blake was really just—I don't know. Uh, yeah, I—I <laughs> I don't he know. Got I got caught off guard with her. <laughs> just everything is unnecessary, and yeah, I'm tired of it being the focus of everything. Yeah. Uh, so of course they have to do art and do a self-portrait of themselves oh not self-portrait katie's their muse sorry yeah but i'm like blake again is like damn it i'm in a make art class right this is his downfall last i time. knew that something was gonna go wrong <laughs> we could see it coming yeah. we have and i don't understand why everyone didn't get the same art supplies yeah, that's why I like. I think they showed like a little bit of footage of someone like molding something, and I was like, "Oh no, we're literally having a round two with Blake." And then he got like a canvas, and I was like, "Okay, thank God." Yeah, we he have what, three canvases in one sculpture. Like what? I, I think. Well, Blake had a canvas. Andrew had a canvas. Justin, who's the other one? Um, Michael, because he oh, did Katie's I, ass. <laughs> oh, okay. I might have been like zoned out for this part. Um, yes, he he titled it uh Rear View and it was just That's a clever. like blurred out like on the ass track line. <laughs> like <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I feel like they all need the same supplies to make it like an even playing field, but whatever. And then I I don't know if you heard what was it, Justin? One of them was like, well, I have not seen Katie's ass, so I really hope that Michael yeah. has not. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he's just uh, going from his imagination, probably. <laughs> so we get, yeah, the weird ass sculpture. Then Justin, who painted their journey. Right. Which was... Who was like, I'm like going to slay on all of you guys because I'm the actual painter. And then... He had like one rose, which they showed this little clip of him like drawing it. And it totally looks like I'm not an artist, Avi, but like those things you kind of memorize and like know how to draw, like you draw the outline and then you, anyone can fill it in. Like you don't have to be that good at it. <laughs> and that looked good. But the rest of it was like stick figures. I was like, you're supposed to be the artist. I think Blake made that comment too. He's like, it looked like one was made with like the right hand and one was made with the left hand. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe he just ran out of time and he got super ambitious and couldn't get it all in. Yeah, I guess <laughs> so. I mean, yeah. Uh, then we get Andrew who drew the guy eating sushi. Very weird. It was very weird. I didn't like it. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't really get it. He was like, we, we like eating together. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I feel That's like what every like, girl wants. Right. And I'm like, especially like his mouth looked scary. I don't know. The yeah. whole thing was scary. And if you're trying to do like the sexual innuendo play on this eating sushi painting, mm -hmm. your mouth looks frightening to me and I don't want it near yeah, other things it of mine. Exactly. It doesn't <laughs> look enticing. Uh, Yeah. I don't know how she felt about it, but I feel like she was just so distracted by Blake and whatever he painted yeah which we will never know i guess i Unless mean, somebody leaks it <laughs> surely somebody please sure. producers or anybody on set 
someone well, and it. like they didn't really describe that it was being blurred out so i'm like looking and i'm like did he just do like a black painting like because on my tv at least it like literally just looked like he painted the whole thing black and i was like maybe he like ran out of time and was just drinking his mimosas and was like i'm just gonna do something black and then it like took me a second to realize oh no there's something under there but they're just blurring it well, I thought, yeah, that he had legit done a black, like he, I thought he initially was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then was like, right. paint, paint, paint. And it was all black. And I'll just use my words and describe. Yeah. Well, and I thought by the other way they were describing it is that, well, he tried to say like, we're the only mammals who do this. And I'm like, unless you're talking about like, I don't know, some Kama Sutra, like weird positioning. Right. Like, I'm like, you do understand how other animals mate because you're a wildlife expert exactly what i was about to say <laughs> so i have no idea i guess unless well, the, some... unless like he knows something we don't know i mean i just assume animals could have sex as much as humans but maybe <laughs> they can't and he knows because he's out in the field i don't know but yeah it was weird his description was very weird he has made a clock and it's actually just different positions all around the clock <laughs> To show them nonstop. <laughs> yeah, literally 24-7, no days off, no hours off. Oh, alas, we will never maybe know unless someone nicely out there in the internet world leaks it. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess later on, Blake is very confident in his painting because he flat out says to her later on that night, like, we're going to hometowns, I'm going. He's, she's like, oh, you think you are? And he's like, oh, yeah, 100%. I know, but I feel like they sort of have that kind of relationship where he's like, I can just say what I need to say, which then he says even more blunt stuff. And I'm like, maybe pump those brakes, Blake, but yeah. Oh yeah. Cause last week it was, you're going to be my fiance. We're going to be yeah. in love. So now you're going to Canada. Maybe Blake just is a strong believer in manifestation. So he yeah, just <laughs> he's just speaking it into existence. It could be definitely. <laughs> There's a chance. And sometime during all of this, Justin had time to paint another painting that was actually finished and good. And good. I was like, where did this come from? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to make you a shitty one in front of the other dudes. But then when we're in private, here's everything I got. Yeah. Then plot twists you. <laughs> Maybe that's why Katie's keeping him around. She's like, he could furnish our house. Like, give us good decor. Roses and butterflies only. <laughs> yeah, literally. Just what everyone wants. <laughs> uh, then they make out, and apparently I did not appreciate it because I wrote, this make out looks gross. I feel like there's yeah. a lot of weird lip stuff happening. Yeah. Well, and she made out, I don't remember which one it was, but like while they're all sitting around like in the circle <coughs> painting, she just leans in and is like making out with, I want to say it was Andrew, and I'm like, you're just making out with him in front of all, like, I don't know. She's just getting more and more loose with the make out. <laughs> she knows her time is coming to an end. And Literally. she'll be an engaged woman. Can one man show. Like one person. So she's like, let me make the most of this while I still can. Uh, and then we get Michael, who's being sweet and adorable again. And he says, I can assure you no one can love you like I can. And this is when, again, she has started to tell everyone everything they want to hear. Exactly. And it was like, like oh, a campaign tour. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, I don't know. I mean, she just was going along with everything he was saying. Yeah, I just don't. Surely Katie has to want 
something specific out of her relationship and she cannot possibly want every version that these men are Mm -hmm. showing her as options because they're all so different too it's not like they're like all kind of in the same life stage or boat or live in the same like they're all very very different because then we get the andrew chat and she's again like even if we don't have kids right away because you're over there and i'm over here yeah and I'm also like, Katie, I'm pretty sure you're not going to have a job to go back to after this. Your second right. time on a show, like, you're probably just an influencer now. So why can't you go live with him right. across the pond? Yeah, no. And it, I think, like, I think she was trying to be cool by saying, like, I want you to go follow your dreams and I'll be there and support you. But at the same time, it's like, why are you saying this if you're not going to be able to, like, fulfill this? Because you're also telling Michael you're going to go be his girly. (laughs) (laughs) She's got to leave all her options open for now. (laughs) I know. Seriously. And then Andrew recreated their stupid date with the lights and the card and the lights. and Oh, my gosh. I know. All of this to say that he's falling for her. And I was like, gross. Right. But at least he's coming out and, like, saying exactly how he feels versus – these other ones. And then she still gives him the boot. (laughs) Very rude of her. Seriously. Um, And then Michael, of course, because he's adorable, gets this group date rose. And I'm just very worried still about Michael's broken heart. That will inevitably come probably next week. I know this is it's yeah. I feel like Katie's going to, be get to Ohio or wherever and just be like, I can't like, and that's going to be even worse. Like after she goes to his hometown, but that's my prediction. I agree. I think we'll be disappointed in her next week as well. (laughs) Per usual. Per usual. Uh, Then we get to Mike P. His time has come. He gets to go on a one-on-one date Finally. And then, of course, Katie starts this date. I don't know if she said it to him or just in the voiceover, but she's like, I thought I would never date a virgin. And I, I want to smack that. her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, just the things that she says drive me freaking crazy. It's so staged. Not that the whole thing is not, but. Right. She's just playing into it so much. Yeah, so then we know it's going to be uncomfortable because Bachelor loves to do this to us. And we get Cuddle Queen Jean coming out of the woods. This was one of the more stupid dates we've seen in the history of this franchise. I thought, I mean, I'm glad it was not like the tantric yoga clothes on date. Which is sort of what I thought that they were going for. But again, this was exactly... Tasha's last few dates it was art class and then like a yoga cuddling tantricness yeah and then Blake went home and now we're in the same situation with Mike P middle of the date like can't do this see you later yeah I mean respect that she didn't let it keep going on longer but yeah it was awkward Mike wouldn't stop saying that he she reminded him of his mom the amount of times he said that, I was like, okay, if you're saying this again in interviews, okay, maybe it's all right. But right. then he said it approximately 17 times to Katie mid-cuddle. 
Yeah. And like, I mean, girls just don't want to hear, like, you don't want to, I don't know. Like if a guy's like, you do this and my mom does that. And I think that's cool. Like once or twice, but if that's all he can say, it's like, does he not have another woman or relationship? He can like, or why is he even comparing them? I don't know. Well, and then it kind of flashed back to the guys of the house talking to Andrew, I think, and them being like, has Mike had any experience at all? And Andrew's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's 31 years old. He's had relationships and done other stuff. He just has not had sex. So I was like, Mike is, or Andrew is making a better case for you, Mike, than you are than in you the are. moment. Yeah. <laughs> you need Andrew to come step in and do your talking, be your mouthpiece. <laughs> not bring up your mom for maybe 10 minutes. No. And- <laughs> So bad. Uh, also, did you catch the bit where he was explaining, you know, his reasoning for saving himself till marriage? And he was like, if it was up to me, I'd be humping everything. No. They, <laughs> they were like mid cuddle on the ground. And, and he was like, you know, I have a reason for it. It's not just something that I, you know, and of course I missed the whole actual right. explanation. Yeah. But he was, yeah, but yeah, basically if it was up to me, and I didn't have a good reason. I would just hump everything. And I was like, Michael, like, <laughs> that's just a weird way of describing that too. But okay. <laughs> so I was like, all I right, guess Mike, you do you. He's trying to break out of his shell. Show yeah. that he can be a little risky. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get on Katie's level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was not enough. And, you know, Katie came back crying after the little break and he was all pumped for their dinner. And as soon as she walked in, I was like, well, we knew this was coming. Yeah. We heard the heavy breathing and we knew (laughs) I was like, she just wants to get this over with. She's like, I would like to stop wearing this matching white set in the woods and put on something else. Like go inside. (laughs) (laughs) We've been out here too long. It is chilly. Literally. But I thought he handled the breakup super well. Me too. I was one very of the better impressed. ones we've seen this year. Yeah, I think one of his quotes is basically just like, no matter the result, my respect for you doesn't change. And yeah. Yeah. What did he say? Oh, yeah. He's like, it doesn't mean I won't be rooting for you, even yeah, though I'm not going to be with you. Yeah, was really sweet. I thought that was like a really great thing to say. He handled it really well. Yes. I was like, pat in the back for you, Mike. I don't think Mike is, again, a bachelor candidate. No. And I also don't know if he'll make it on Paradise because he's not slutty enough. Yeah, I don't know. This might be the last we ever see of Mike. <laughs> Although, I don't know, maybe all that pent-up horniness, he'll just make out with everyone. We yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Maybe The Bachelor will want to do the whole Virgin Bachelor thing again, give him a chance. But we're going to need some real substance because right now we have about nothing on him. Yeah, cannot. Also, did they even make out ever or did they just have like one kiss? I don't know. I feel like they haven't made out. Hmm. Well, we'll never know because I will never go watch the season again. No. (laughs) Maybe it would be better if we could binge it all at once instead of like (laughs) having to wait every week. (laughs) Next season, we're just going to save them all. And we're going to be like, okay, we have a weekend to watch all however many episodes. And it's going to be just a giant recap. Literally. Sometimes I feel like I vibe with shows better when I do that. Like if giving them the week is like, I can't, I just need to power through. 
just so much happens in my everyday life. And then I'm like, I forget things. And mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll, we'll pocket <laughs> that idea for later. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Katie's upset about how hard it is to navigate with all these good guys and blah, 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 blah. And then it was rose ceremony time. And I was like, um, excuse me, how do we have 20 minutes left? What right. possibly could we be talking about? We know something's about to happen. <laughs> But I did really like her dress again. I feel like yeah. she's finally stepping it up in the world. Yeah, I thought her dress was cute. I'm not sure about the jewelry, but, you know, she can't win them all. <laughs> she has to have something. <laughs> yeah. So we get rose ceremony and Blake goes first. I feel like no surprise there. Right. And then we only have one rose left. And again, you're like, where could this possibly be going? We have 20 minutes left. I mean, I thought for sure it was Justin going home. Like, I just feel like they don't have a strong connection. No, I feel like it's kind of what we said last time. It's friend vibes. It's nothing to write home about. And nothing happened this week where it changed that opinion. So I'm just, I was shocked. Well, when she's open mouth kissing with Andrew on the group date. Right. And Justin is like bug eyed about it. Yes. That's who she was kissing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I just feel, like, shocked. I, yeah, I feel like I've known what's going to happen on the, some of these rose ceremonies. And this one, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. I was just like, okay, that's not what I would have chosen, but whatever. Uh, I also feel like Justin looked as shocked as the rest of us, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, her and Andrew have so much, like, chemistry and everybody sees it so I feel like he's kind of like how am I still here (laughs) he's like am I the producer plant now yeah I'm just being set up (laughs) and maybe like my the only thing I can think is maybe Katie is just like you know what I really can't do whether I'm going over to wherever in Europe and being with him or having to like be long distance and so she's like I just don't think I can do that but like just flat out come out and say that like don't I don't know. Like, I feel like she just never said that, but like, that's the only thing I can logically think of. Yeah. She just did not realize. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I have no good answers. No, I know. We'll probably never. Well, maybe we'll get some answers on mental. That could be. And I thought there again, her goodbye to him when she walked him out the first time. Uh, I thought that was a really good like breakup and he handled it very well. And Right. Like it was emotional and sad, of course, but like it should be emotional and sad. Because you were clearly in love with him and not in love with right. Justin. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, she's, yeah. Well, she wasn't fully confident. She just had to have hope right. in her choices. And I'm like, okay. I, again, I just don't get where we're, what she's no. doing. And it's like, if you are going to have these second thoughts about not being confident, then maybe make the choice with the decision that you're confident in. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, are you saying you were actually confident in Justin? Because I would beg to differ. I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, that's like, then we do that like the next day. And Justin is like, I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful to be here. And I was like, we done know, bitch. Like, we yeah. know you are. <laughs> and as you should be. <laughs> Uh, and then we knew something was coming because again, what, like 10 minutes left and we're cutting to Katie crying again. Yep. And who should appear at the door, but our man, Andrew. 
Which I wasn't expecting him to come find her. I will say they did plot twist us on that. Yes. I thought she, I mean, I knew we had the preview of her yelling, Andrew, and running. Right. I thought she was going to legit at some point during rose ceremony still change her mind mid-time and then go stop him. Yeah. But he's like, I want to leave on a happy note. I don't want our breakup to be sad. Here's this note. See ya, never. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that maybe was, like, obviously, he does seem like a positive and happy person, but it's like, breakups aren't supposed to be, like, this mutual, like, all right, like, see you later kind of a thing. Like, usually they are, like, emotional inside, and so I felt like we could have just left it where it was, but okay. They were like, well, your flight doesn't leave until four, so you got some time. Yeah, we have some time to kill. What do you want to do today? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and of course, the note makes her sob, and it basically says, "If you change your mind, I'll be waiting." Right. And I feel like that was such a shady note for him to leave, only to moments later be like, "No, I shouldn't stay." Totally. Yeah, like I feel like if he was truly happy for her and wanted her to find what she needed, like he would have just like left it where it was, like left it after the emotional breakup, and like seen what happened. Yeah, especially because we went through this whole thing again. Katie running barefoot, gross. Down the hallway. Per, yeah, the classic chase. They have to have one every season. <laughs> and then when she wanted to see him, and then she just literally attacked him with her body. Yeah. And I don't know. And then, of course, I was like, okay, he's probably going to stay. I'm like, what if we get five hometowns? Yeah. What are we going to do now? I was like, he's definitely staying. And then- oh, yeah. I was convinced. And then he flipped the switch again. He's like... I want my wife to choose me. I am done here. I am sad here. Yeah, like understandable, but why did you go back? The producers made him. Yeah, they were like, or they made him say that, like you, you can't say. (laughs) They were like, we only have the budget to bring four families in. Yeah, like you cannot do this. Uh, so he shoots her down again. She's happy with their breakup finally. Yeah, like third time in the charm, literally. And then they do their one last make out. And he's like, of course I want to make out again. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> like, Enough making out. Just, yeah, please stop. You had your chances. Get over literally, it. Literally, yeah. And that is the end of our episode. It was... It was a good one. I agree. Yeah. I feel good about all the choices that were made. Yeah. I I kind of wish Andrew had gotten to say. I, I yeah. could stand to see Justin go. It'll be interesting to like see him interacting with his like family because I feel like we have barely seen him interact with anyone. So at least then it will be like a captive hangout. Well, and I thought in his little preview, it just was like him with one person on the couch. Yeah. So, which made me think, are they not actually still traveling? Are they just bringing people in again? I don't know. I couldn't tell if maybe that was just like a portion of it or if like that was just, yeah, I don't know. The way it sounds, like it sounds like they're really going to their hometowns, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure Canada's border was like closed for most of the time. So I don't know how they got in there. That's true. Or if maybe like, his will be the exception. Like, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. That is, I did not even think about the Blake angle. So Blake gets no one. They're like, you can't meet yeah. his family. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Blake's one of those people who weirdly might not have a family. Like, 
He just seems like he kind of emerged from somewhere. <laughs> They're lost in the Canadian wilderness and yeah. he's out here. <laughs> like he just like his parents abandoned him or something. And that's where he found his love for the wilderness, like into the wild <laughs> style or something. I don't know. Uh, yes. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see who raised Blake. Right. I'd just like to know more about his background and what Me is too. happening. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it is time. Who gets your rose? Um, can I give it to someone who got kicked off? Yes, of course. Okay, I'm gonna give it to Andrew. I like. I feel like he got totally bamboozled. Like, she literally is like, "I'm here for you. You do you. I got you. I'll be your number one cheerleader." And then like, rip the carpet off from under him. Like, no. I agree a thousand percent. That's who would get my rose as well. I feel like she played him to a point like you said like she was ready to be living on two continents and putting off having kids until they were in the same spot spot and then nope yeah and I just feel like now think of like if you're Andrew watching this like I would be so mad like re-watching her like basically lie straight up to my face and then like what a day later kick me off (laughs) that's I will be interested interested to see if that comes up on any like afterwards after the show stuff because I feel like this is one time not that we haven't had people say multiple I love you's or multiple I'm falling for you's but she is very much like you said playing into every scenario and saying she can do every single one of them with all of them yeah and I mean as much as (coughs) I love you or I'm falling for you is meaningful I feel like saying I see the future I see our lives can whatever is almost more serious than that because it's like easy to be like yeah i'm falling in love or whatever you know but like taking the time to say like i'm gonna be there for this or whatever yeah agree i think men tell all will be interesting i hope it's better than last time when they had just like the four dudes on each couch and then yeah no audience and did not it appreciate looked, it. It looked better already just from the previews. So I think we'll be in good shape. Well, anything else? Anything we miss? Anything you're dying to talk about? I'm trying to think. I feel like we covered it cover to cover. I think so too. I feel like there's. Yeah. I'm excited for hometowns. I agree. I am excited to see like, yeah, like you said, who comes, whose family is there. The dynamics of it all. Yeah, like whose family believes in Katie and her love that she supposedly has for everyone. Yeah, maybe she'll get called out. I'm sure she will. I'm excited to have, yeah, somebody's parents just hate her and be like, she doesn't love you. Exactly. (laughs) I feel like it'll be like the younger boy's parents. I wonder what Greg's sad puppy parents are like. Yeah. And then Justin, I feel like, is pretty young, too. So it'll be interesting. I mean, we know, like, I'm excited. Hometowns are always fun. So it'll be a good episode. Agree. Well, awesome. Um, Mac, you want to plug all your stuff before we get out of here? Sure. Um, As you guys know, you can follow me on Twitter at Mac Boone or Instagram at Mac Boone Pro. I actually do have an update. I did release a podcast last week. If you want to go give her a listen, um, barely making it wherever you listen to your podcasts. Woo woo. I did listen to your episode. I was oh, very excited. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> yes. Hopefully we'll see if we can make it a multiple week streak, but I don't there know you go. 
again, we get busy. It's fine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I am a good person again and I've recorded two weeks in a row so pat on the back for me um <laughs> whatever Laura wants will also be out today which is tomorrow right in this moment so on Tuesday uh you can follow whatever Laura wants on Instagram you can follow me on Instagram it is my last name minor LA and please follow the most important one binging batch tell your friends give a five-star review subscribe everything to be a buddy. Tell all your friends who watch the show with you in your group chats. Yes. All the support we can get. Yes. And I think that's going to do it. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.